It's not many times in your life you admit that you're dyslexic. I read the email, bro. I thought they had Janetti today. Why would they? Short and show. They'll Mike Janetti tomorrow, so a hell of a tease. You'll be able to hear Mike Janetti join Karen Harrison and Rob Brent tomorrow. I thought I said they joined today. Trouble reading. So one hell of a tease there. As you're listening to After Hours on 610 Sports Radio, I am Dusty Lycan. Thanks for listening to training camp coverage on 610 Sports Radio. It's brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. I'll be there Saturday and Sunday. Feel free to come by and stop by and say hi if you make it. If you make it to camp this weekend, you are a trooper. An absolute trooper. With the weather and the heat, feeling like 106. Last week was pretty legit. Um, last week was legit. Wasn't too bad. Obviously, the sun. But uh, either way, you're going. Anytime you can go to camp. If you get a chance, it's fun. I've had a lot of people text me like, is it worth it? I want to take my kids. I want to take my nieces, nephews. Is it fun to go up there? Absolutely. I mean, it's one of those things, you know, you go up there, you get to see everybody practice and have all that kind of thing. You're good. Text line, Ryan's in. Um... Dusty, always remember this from the 660 regarding the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift uh, similarities to me and Kay Adams or Kay Adams and I. Dusty, always remember no matter it, no matter in your league or not, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. You just never know. Exactly. Right? Like the worst thing that a girl could do if you're a man or the worst thing a, a man could do if you're a woman and you feel confident that you want to go say hi to somebody. Hey, how you doing? Um, saw you sitting here. No. All right. Have a good night. And just dart away. Now, one of two things are going to happen. You might engage in a conversation, or she might just be playing a prank, and she says, no, that quick, you walk away, and she's like, I'm just kidding. Come back over. Let's have a conversation. Vice versa. Keep the faith, kid. We all know you're a 10 at a dollar general. Thank you very much. I don't really know what that means. From the 816, I'm a 10 at a dollar general. That's got to be pretty good, though, right? Because everything's a dollar, but not really. It's like a dollar six after tax. What's a $10 item at a, at a dollar general? Is that like, um, man, is that like dish soap? Like those little, those little pods? Those are pretty expensive. I don't really hate that tweet or that text in. 913-586-7610. Well said, brother. Well said. And then from the 816, everyone I know tells me I have outkicked my coverage. Got to shoot your shot. That's fair. You see that a lot at the pools. Like, I've got a couple buddies that have neighborhood pools. You see a lot of that. Hey, Donnie, how you doing? I'm pretty good, man. This is my wife, Mary. Nice to meet you. Wow, Donnie, good for you. Good for you. All right. All right now. And then from the 913, Dusty, you're at least Elise Summit 9. Now, let's be real real quick. Let's be real real quick. Elise Summit 9? I mean, that's like a California 6. That's one if you're that's a poker cash game where like I'll take my chips and leave. I'll I'll go south. Terminology for when you have a lot of money on the table and you get out there quick. I'll go south with the with the Lee Summit nine. I don't know if y'all been to Lee Summit, but man, there's tell you what, man, some good looking cats out there. 913-586-716. Remember, eight o'clock here in about an hour. We'll get into the out of left field question. Should be kind of fun. Uh always tends to be pretty fun. Uh, when we do these things. So um, 
But thanks again for listening. Where I want to start this next conversation off is similar to um, what we saw yesterday. Now, this is a conversation uh, via Fox Sports Radio, Cavino and Rich, as they had a conversation when the Jalen Brown information leaked yesterday. Not leaked or broke out. $304 million, five-year max contract, highest-paid contract in NBA history. And then Justin Herberts gets paid. And I'm thinking to myself, Man, sports are getting wild. Well, sports are making more money. They kind of had the same topic. Here's what they had to say. We'll dive into what I believe is accurate and inaccurate, if any, about what we're seeing in the future of sports. How could you justify giving this guy the same amount of money per year as a pretty good player in the NBA? That's why I, I know it's cross sports, but what you're saying makes a lot of sense. When a guy a like generational Max, uh, player that we're talking about, you know, when a guy like Max Scherzer or Verlander, I know they're one-year quick deals and the Mets spent money, but when some of these proven pitchers are getting forty something mil a year, what is Shohei Otani expecting? Because when you see what NBA players are getting, what soccer players are getting internationally, and baseball's revenue is as good as ever. Hey, Don't let anyone way, fool you. Baseball's he's an not fading. International superstar playing on both sides of the ball internationally the best once in a lifetime guy. And you're going to give him less than what Jalen Brown makes a year. If I was Otani, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Picture that. You know what it just proves? And it just proves how huge sports are. And players are starting to just get a bigger cut of the bigger picture, right? Because when you say, well, what does the NBA make a year? You know, if they're making billions of dollars, same with baseball, football, the players just seem to be getting more of the fair cut. They're still getting a little piece of the bigger pie. These these owners who all bought teams for millions of dollars are now all billionaires. They own billion dollar franchises. It just shows the power of sport. And that's what we're seeing, right? And that's where it dawned on me yesterday when you saw massive contracts being handed out in different sports. And again, we're not trying to cross sports because obviously basketball money is different than NFL money and different from baseball money. But what it made me think of was who's getting Who's getting the next massive deal? And we can dive into each sport because we know when Patrick Mahomes signed his deal, it was earth shattering. 10 years, 500 million seemed like a Bryce Harper type of contract. I think he got like 400 million. So did Mike Trout. Get a drink of this water. It's a hundred thousand degrees outside. I got to stay hydrated. Sorry for the sound effects, but Mahomes' deal, 500 million, over 10 years, everybody was like, holy cow, what's next? And then contracts started to develop and, and create. Herbert and Burrow, obviously we've seen the Herbert contract. Burrow will then now be the next huge paid quarterback in the NFL. We know it's coming. The NFL makes a conglomerate amount of money. They make a ton of cash, and players are soon to get that little percentage about it, like you heard on the Fox Sports Radio show there. The next football contract outside of Joe Burrow that's going to set the stage is Justin Jefferson. You have to think that Justin Jefferson, or you have to know, Jefferson is about to have that same sort of conversation. And the thing that we're seeing is that these athletes, and they never have been, they're not shy and they're not ignorant to what the money that is coming in, right? It's kind of the same situation as the NIL deal. Well, how are we going to pay players? Well, you can't. Well, what if advertisements did? Okay, well, I guess we could see something there. We could pass something along those lines, and now they're tinkering with it again. 
and you've seen like the Cavender twins make a ton of money. The, the girl from LSU made a ton of money, right? And as these things develop and they go on, more contracts can be made. Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill set the bar two years ago with the receiver market. You thought to yourself, well, Tyreek Hill has all the advantages and pluses that he can have in his, in his side of the conversation to where you really can't say no. We've got a ton of money. You're a special talent. We're willing to pay that. There's always someone willing to pay it. It's unfortunate that sometimes in sports, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. But Justin Jefferson will be one of those guys that when we see these new contracts develop year in and year out, by the time I'm 65, I'll be like, well, I remember when these guys were getting paid only $500 million. Now they're getting paid a billion. And again, I'm not going to bring in the Saudi contracts. Mbappe now turns down the $776 million, apparently, or supposedly he did. And the thing that's interesting about Justin Jefferson is Justin Jefferson has every right in his mind to be like, I want 45, 46 million a year. I want to get paid more than any receiver has ever been paid. And even further along, I want to be separated from the next highest guy because I'm that much better. And I believe he's correct. Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver currently in football. And he will be for the next three years. And after Justin Jefferson's contract gets done and Jamar Chase wins offensive player of the year this year, which is my futures bet, along with Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase is going to get paid very similar. And the contracts will continue to get massive. And then you move further along and you look at what is looming that we can all see coming. And that is the Shohei Otani contract. Shohei Otani, not only is he one of the better pitchers in baseball, if not one of the top three best, He's the best hitter in baseball. Shohei Otani literally doesn't even need to send an agent to the meeting room. And Shohei Otani is probably going to get $500 million. He's an international superstar. He's a United States superstar. And he's a rarity. And he's going to set the floor for Major League Baseball contracts. Not only that, he is slightly different. Yes, he can pitch. Yes, he can hit. And those sort of negotiations will go into contracts throughout baseball. But the thing that Shohei Otani can develop and the thing that that Justin Jefferson's going to develop and the one thing that quarterbacks are continuing to develop is the fact that quarterbacks are the most important position in football. They made a Netflix series about it, and that's not going anywhere. We know that quarterbacks will always get paid and that the standard will change year in and year out. It'll go Burrow and Herbert this year. It'll be Trevor Lawrence in two years, if not next year. And the bar will continue to raise itself. And then Mahomes will stay obviously comfortable. We just had that conversation. But Shohei Otani is going to get $500 million. There's no doubt in my mind he doesn't get that. I believe it to this day. I don't know if it's with the Angels. I don't know if it's the Yankees. I don't know if it's the Dodgers. Whoever it may be, Shohei Otani is going to continue to show that sports are driving and thriving. And they're paying athletes deals that we've never seen before, and they're not slowing down anytime soon. Justin Jefferson is going to show people that, hey, maybe instead of trying to be a running back, I'm going to start trying to be a wide receiver because that's where the money is. Baseball, hey, if you can pitch and hit, you can get in the neighborhood or the ballpark, no pun intended, of $500 million. You might not get Shohei Otani money because you've not won MVP. 
But if you can develop that part of game and see that this is where it's at and see where sports are evolving, this is where the position will start to change. You'll start seeing draft classes like you see in the NFL. This kid's got a real big arm, kind of like Mahomes, knows how to get outside the tackles and make things up, and it seems to be successful. You'll start to see more of that, obviously, as we already see that. You'll start seeing kids get drafted. Well, he can play second base, and he can also pitch. He also has an above-average bat with above-average power. He's similar to what Shohei Otani is doing because Shohei Otani is showing that it can work. Again, I do believe Shohei Otani is an anomaly of an athlete that we've never seen, ever. He's better than Babe Ruth. I don't care if anybody's like, well, Ruth, you know, whatever. Babe Ruth didn't do it against the top-tier athletes that Shohei Otani is doing today. And like I've said before, multiple times, continue to say it, the likelihood of us seeing another Shohei Otani is less than seeing the next Patrick Mahomes. But massive deals are growing and growing and growing, and they're not going anywhere. Basketball saw Jalen Brown. Who's next in basketball? Jason Tatum, two years left on a deal. One year after this offseason, saw that his teammate got 305. I'm better than Jalen Brown. I'm your franchise. Jalen Brown didn't walk out with Drake. I did. Pay me like it, or I'll find somebody that will. On the other side, maybe the Chiefs, maybe they got it right with Sky, or maybe they got it right with Shee Rice. Either way, I feel like they have to get it right with one of these guys. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Back here on 610 Sports Radio, we listen to After Hours. I'm your host, Dusty Likens. Tonight, we'll be back tomorrow night for three hours. No Royals game tomorrow, so a full slate of shows, 6 to 6 p.m. and then 6 p.m. to 9 a.m. You get a full slate of 610 Sports Radio. Hallelujah. Thank God we do in-studio stuff. Sorry, Cody and Gold. Um, via Sports Illustrated, a little bit of exclusive breaking news. Shohei Otani is officially off the trade market. A source familiar to the Angels uh, decision told SI's Tom Verducci, the Los Angeles Angels, four games off a wild card spot will instead make a push for the postseason. Interesting. The other news that broke is that the Colorado Buffaloes of the Pac-12 will join the Big 12 starting in 2024 and will get stake in the ESPN Fox media deals of the $37.1 million. But they joined the Pac-12 because the Big 12 at the time was thinning out. The Pac-12 was gaining popularity, I guess. And now the opposite. So Dion and the Buffs will be in the Big 12 as of 2024. An announcement should come sometime tomorrow. Something to talk about now. Because I know that the... You know, the conversation that has loomed around the NFL and has loomed around the Kansas City Chiefs is the early injury to a Kadarius Tony. And we had mentioned earlier when we had this conversation that the biggest part was that the Chiefs believed in what they had from day one, after the draft, before the draft, excuse me, and what they currently have. They know their room. They know their talent. They know their plan. 
They were never going to go out and get the Hopkins and those kind of guys. But maybe, just maybe, the Chiefs have enough confidence and belief that they've gotten it right with Sky Moore and Rasheed Rice. Now, I know they have Rich James on the team as well. And, you know, Justin Ross is out there too. John Ross placed on IR today, the speedster that uh, once set the 40-yard dash time on fire on injured reserve. But Justin Ross, Rasheed Rice, Rich James, MVS, Watson, Pacheco, Prince, they feel they've got enough that their quarterback, who's still 27, will be 28 in September, has enough to kind of make that severe push, that severe playoff implication, AFC championship, six years in a row type of vibe. But it's hard to believe that they got it impossibly wrong with a Sky Moore. Now, again, we can go back and look at Sky Moore's year last year, a little murky, a little, a little iffy. Now, again, there's only been two wide receivers in the first year of duty that actually paid off and, and, and looked really, really good for an Andy Reid offense. Those, one of them is a future Hall of Famer. The other one has a conversation to be had, won't make it, but is borderline. Jerry Macklin, Deshaun Jackson. And I know Tyreek Hill had an impactful first year, but it didn't get worse. It got extremely better throughout time, development, and knowledge of the playbook. And one thing that Sky Moore had last year was the aggravation of, you know, fumbling punts. Never did it before. Needed to prove his clout. Had a rough start. This seems like a year, at least the way that it ended for Sky Moore. Hey, we're going to put you in a situation that is never going to be bigger than it is now. We need you to catch a football and score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Sky Moore did that. I do truly believe that Sky Moore takes a massive step forward this year. He seems to be a guy that could fit this offensive game plan very, very well. Now, again, he's not big. No, he's not a Juju Smith-Schuster that can run parallel routes to Travis Kelsey, and it's you can double coverage one and leave the other one wide open, or you can try to cover 1v1 either side. But I think Sky Moore, a humbling first year, a welcome to the NFL rook type of year, and then you come into second year, year two, And it's like, okay, my knowledge of the playbook has expanded. The knowledge from the past has now been concreted into my mind. And I know the tendencies of what my quarterback is trying to do. And to say that Sky Moore has a massive step forward isn't really a bold take. Because if he has 600 receiving yards, that's a massive step to the 250 that he had this past year. That's 350 more yards receiving. That's a massive step forward. I know a lot of people hear that sort of term and they think, oh, you think he's going to be a thousand yard guy? No. And I don't expect him to be that. What I expect Sky Moore to be is that little gadget in the slot. Oh, it's second and four. Bang. How you doing? Six yards. Oh, it's third and three. Boom. Sky Moore outside. Oh, what's that? First and 10. We ran a little wheel route to Sky Moore. Caught it. Went 60 yards to the house. How you doing? That's what I could see Sky Moore being. And if you have that guy in this offense, that's somebody that you not necessarily truly had. Now, again, Tyreek Hill could play wherever. Let's not compare people to Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill could just do every single wide receiver position because of speed. 
Line up on the outside, burn you deep. Line you up on the inside, run a quick slant, burn you go. Sky Moore can have trusty hands, knowledgeable route running, can develop himself into being that 600 to 700 yard receiver. That's perfect. Sprinkle in a few touchdowns, be the dependent third and two guy that you can just throw a quick out to and you got it, lock it up. That's a hell of a role. I think the Chiefs truly believe in that. I think they've always believed that he can be that. And when you look at a young rookie like Rasheed Rice and a guy like Rich James, and now RJ's got a few more, you know, plays under his belt in the league. He's got a little bit more expansion than a guy like Rasheed Rice would have. But when you see reports from people, there's two things you can do. A, first, look at who's describing the player. And B, look at the verbiage they use to describe him. And the one that goes back to me is when Peyton Manning saw Rasheed Rice. And his report, now this isn't verbatim, but his report in a nutshell said this. Rasheed Rice is an excellent route runner with above average hands and can be a dependent target for Patrick Mahomes, and I could see him being successful in this offense. That's not Field Yates saying that. And that's not a, you know, that's not a disgrace to Field Yates. Don't get me wrong on that. I think Field Yates is very knowledgeable, but again, he wasn't a Hall of Fame, five-time or six-time MVP, two-time Super Bowl winner in Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning's not out here just throwing out, you know, assumptions of who people can be. But when you say good route runner with above-average hands that can fit well in an offense, the Chiefs see that too. And the Chiefs believe in that. And when you look at a guy like MBS, that's a veteran guy that you know will be there when you need him to be there. There's no worry there. You look at a guy like Sky Moore, hey, man, year two. You ready to do this? You ready to show the league why we took you where we did and what we believe you can be? Absolutely. Hey, Richie Rice. I know his name's not Richie Rice, but it sounded good. Rasheed Rice. Let's go let those people know who you are. Let's develop you quick. We think you have what it takes. Justin Ross, let's shock the world. Stay healthy, and let's show everybody what you can do because right now, Ross running ones with the reps – Obviously, Tony out, and I saw it early already. Slam dunk, anytime touchdown, $25 bet. Justin Ross, week one, Detroit Lions. But again, I look at these things. I know Sky had a tough year last year, and I know that Deshaun, or Deshaun Jackson and Jerry Macklin are the only two receivers to really succeed in a first year starting with Andy Reid. Again, I know the Tyree Kill situation. But Kelsey and Mahomes still dictate the momentum on offense. This offense moves as well as well gelled as the tight end and the quarterback continue to make it move because number one target, 87. How you develop yourself around that is where you gain trust, where you gain repetition, and where you get the respect from the quarterback. But who's the guy that can gain that trust early and often? I'm not saying that Sky Moore and Rasheed Rice have to do it every single game, but let's have a competitive in-house competition. Let's see these guys go up against each other. No, I'm Pat's favorite. No, I am. Well, you might have been this week, but next week I'm going to be that guy. That builds the team. In-house competition works. Allow it. And when these guys put pads on and they start getting more experimental in camp, you're going to really see who succeeds in that wide receiver room. I watched something last night that blew my mind away and made me realize that this man is one of the best players to ever play sports. Not only that, he's the best to represent his sport. 
You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. After hours, 610 Sports Radio, Dusty Likens is the name with you this evening until 9 o'clock. Already an hour and a half gone. Seems fast. Maybe we'll just go until Fesco gets here. Is that okay? Of course it's not. I got to get home, man. I did just get uh, new golf grips. Pretty excited about that. Although I had this guy trying to talk me out of doing it myself at uh, Dick Sporting Goods, who could sponsor the out of left field question. Would love to have that. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. We'll get to that at eight o'clock. Um, but to bring up the text line from the eight one six, you are full of hope and reaching. Bottom line, still unproven. Has Veach ever picked a great wide receiver? Hope you're right, but chill a little. I don't understand how I am reaching. I didn't put a number on Rasheed Rice's production. I told you what Peyton Manning said when he described him. I brought up specifics of others and defended that not everybody is a year one top end wide receiver under his system. In fact, only two in the history that he's been a a coach have really done it. And I think that an uptick in stats for Sky Moore would be somewhere around 600 receiving yards. That's a, that's reaching. I think reaching would be like one of these guys will be a thousand yard receiver. One will be a pro bowler and the chiefs will have a future wide receiver. To me, that's, that's reaching from the a one six. Dusty, did you see that Tyree kill said he's going to go into the hall of fame as a dolphin and not a chief? LOL. It's a joke. Great show, by the way. And we get the dust man tomorrow night too. Yes, you do. Thank you from the a one six. Funny thing about Tyree kill is that the NFL, you don't go in as a member of a team. So, yeah. My question is, is Tyree Kill a member of the Chiefs Ring of Honor? That's the one where it's like, there might be a debate. And then from the 913, do you think that Julian Edelman, or do you think that Sky Moore could be a Julian Edelman? That, my friends, would be a reach. That would be a reach. Hey, my brother, Dusty, good evening, friend. Jordan from Olathe, a 10 for Dustman. Thank you for, for grading me a 10. That is a very biased and unhonest opinion. I am nowhere near a 10. I think if I had to be um, humanizing myself, I would say I'm a strong 6.8, 6.9. But according to the text line, Lee Summit 9. But again, we'll get your text in here in a little bit. 913-586, we do the out-of-left-field question. Would be fun to get engaged with you all in the 8 o'clock hour. But where I want to, where I'd like to have this discussion was last night. Um, I don't have Apple TV, so I didn't get to watch it. But I got to live vicariously through the X or, I guess, through the Elon Musk verse of Twitter and see this man absolutely wreak havoc on the MLS. Great ball from I think he's onside. Messi- 
Messi with Kazan off his line. Messi off the post. Puts the follow in. Of course he did. Eight minutes in. Lionel Messi gets his second for Miami. 1-0. Messi driving forward. Over to Robert Taylor. Taylor cutting it back. Martinez left it for So last night, uh, for the Miami club team, Lionel Messi scores twice in 22 minutes. He's the greatest soccer player to ever play the sport. I'll die on that hill. And I know that Scott Parks of KMBZ 98.1 would tell me that, no, Dusty, I'm a soccer guy, and you don't know what you're talking about. It's Pele. I don't know, man. I know what Pele did was great. But I have literally witnessed the entire career of Lionel Messi and how he is just, and I'll believe it and say it out loud, half-assing what he's doing right now. Like, if you think this is pure, full-strength, full-fire Lionel Messi playing right now, you're out of your mind. I feel like he's going 65%, and he's putting on a clinic and he's absolutely shredding the league. In fact, he scored two goals in 22 minutes. And then in his first debut for this team, they put him out there, penalty kick, 92nd minute, boom, a little left-footed curl. He scored three goals. He's probably played a total of 65 minutes. The other thing is he was doing this in Barcelona. He was doing this for Argentina. He's a World Cup winner. He's got ton of the Balloton Awards. And in my opinion, he's better than Cristiano Ronaldo. And he made the smart decision, came to Miami, settled in the United States, and now he can half-ass this type of play for the next two to three years and get massively paid for it and create what might be One of two things for the MLS. One, he's doing something very awesome for the sport, which is bringing international talent into the MLS where talent kind of lacks. I don't think we can, I don't think we need to have a conversation that watching the EPL or the La Liga or the German League is the same as watching the MLS. It's simplistically not. And one thing that he's doing is that he is making it more trendy to maybe bring guys over at this point in their career. Soccer, a very young prime career, 20 to what, 28 prime soccer life. Once you get to 30, eh, the game catches up to you. Now, the bad thing that could be because of this is that we're seeing the separation of talent full force. Like, if this is a end-of-the-line Lionel Messi towards the end of his career, and it's this damn impressive against this league where all the guys or most of the guys in this league are playing at their careers, then 
we got a whole new ball game. We got to figure out how we can get more talent to the MLS. But after watching what I've seen with Lionel Messi and seeing his career develop year in and year out, to me, there's no one that has been more dominant in soccer, at least in my lifetime, the one before it, and maybe the only argument is Pele. Talent was different. Sport was different. Messi, everywhere he goes, is extremely successful, and he's just started in the MLS. Like, you want a bold bet? Pick Miami to win the MLS Cup. Their record would implicate that they are in dire needs of winning a lot of games in a row to get there and to make it make a difference in this season. But with Lionel Messi on your team, two goals, 22 minutes, and he can do whatever he wants when he's just half-assing it? Yeah. Yeah, sign me up. Must watch. Very entertaining. And to see how much different the way of play is with somebody like that versus the way of play of somebody for the Portland Timbers, quite astonishing to watch. Again, two goals last night, one goal in the game before that, and it was a PK, not a penalty kick. It was a free kick outside the box by about six yards, and he curled it and put up in the upper left where nobody can get it, and it's something that you've never seen before, and people that haven't followed soccer, watch it. Maybe you'll get the same opinion. 913-586-7610. Henry Ronaldo are one and two. Messi is amazing. Ibrahimovic was key. Ibrahimovic, also great. Fantastic. Could do whatever he wanted. Wasn't Lionel Messi, but still showed that he was much better than the talent that he was playing into. We'll get into the out of left field question soon, but when we come back, the United States, they play the Netherlands. I do have a little bit of a parlay on this. Plus, it was boosted. You can get it in if you're in Kansas or you know somebody. 15 minutes till 8 o'clock to the out of left field question. 15 minutes until the USA women take the pitch. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Hey, it's Bobby Wood Jr. And you're listening to the home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio. Damn right, Bobby. Home of the Royals baseball right here. They play today, lose 8-3 to to the Cleveland Guardians. They're off tomorrow, which means after hours returns tomorrow from 6 to 8 p.m. Or 6 to 9 p.m. Sorry, I'm cutting myself short. Little tease for the drive, though. Mike Gennetti of Spot Track on tomorrow to talk contracts and everything like that with Carrington Harrison and Rob Brenton. We'll play some of that interview that they do tomorrow on this program, so you'll get a little bit of insight for them. Good for them to find that, get that in the right time of year. You're listening to After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. I'm Dusty Likens. Glad to be with you tonight, at least for another hour. Um, coming up next, we'll do the out-of-left-field question, but coming up right now, which we are 10 minutes away since it is the, uh, you know, that time of year, we can still do some bets. Um, United States women's national team playing the Netherlands tonight. There was, at least at one point, a boost, plus 100, on placing a bet for the United States to win. So if you want to go to DraftKings, my max bet that I could do was only 10. They wouldn't let me do anything more, but that could be a free $10. The other one that I have is a little pick parlay, which is the United States to win. Both teams to score and Sophia Smith to score. That is a plus 500. That $10 bet could pay out 50 bucks. So 
could be a $60 night wagering 20, which is netting four units. I'd be okay with that. So if you want to jump on the train of that, feel free. United States women taking on the Netherlands on Fox. Put the TV on mute. Put the Odyssey app on. You can listen to this program all the way through. The thing that's crazy that we heard tonight as well, but again, if you want to get into it, like we said earlier, there is a plus 100 boost for the United States to win. Also, my parlay tonight, three-pick parlay, United States to win, Sophia Smith to score, and both teams to score a goal as well. Again, this was the rematch of the final four years ago in the Women's World Cup. Should be a good time. Game starts in, I don't know, eight minutes. But some of the breaking news before we wrap up this hour is that in the MLB side of things, we saw that Shohei Otani will not be traded by the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. They will hold on to Shohei Otani as they make a push. As they are four games out of the wild card spot, they tend to put, they are intending to make a playoff push. This is something that's interesting for the Los Angeles Angels, right? Whereas you might be able to get a haul for a Shohei Otani, might be able to get an entire team's farm system plus a proven player, but instead you insist on making that push. Can he get you to that level? If you get into the playoffs, can Shohei Otani pitch every third day, hit every day, and make your team and put you in that realm? of being a successful championship team. The other breaking news that we got during this program tonight is that the Colorado Buffaloes of the Pac-12 will no longer be in the Pac-12 after this year. They're going back home. They're going to the Big 12. Your move, Missouri Tigers. Seriously. Sorry, I had to sneeze. From the 913, or I'm sorry, from the 816, USA to win each half and USA to have most corners each half is plus 1,500. I put 70 on that. It's going to hit. Praise God. I hope that hits. That's a nice payday for you. You're calling in sick the rest of the week and maybe Monday. Deposit that cash immediately as that game goes underway at 8 o'clock against the Netherlands as it is United States and the Netherlands. A rematch. But again, Colorado joining the Big 12, jumping ship back home, coming back where it started. Deion Sanders bringing that team, that collaboration to the Big 12. What's next? Does the Big 12 have a rebrand build back up? Do we see that Missouri-KU rivalry rebranded? You don't want to play Arkansas every year and call that the border war. You want to see the you want to see the Jayhawks and the Tigers play football and basketball. You want to see those rivalries reinstated. You want to see Colorado play the top of the Big 12. You're losing Oklahoma, losing Texas. That's fine. Bring in a name like Deion Sanders for four years until he jumps ship and goes to the pros or goes to Florida State. Whatever happens first, I don't know. I can't call it. From the 816, hammer over two and a half goals for the United States. I have thought about that, but the other thing that I saw was a lot of unders have hit in the World Cup. At least as of yesterday, they were 15 and three on the unders. I think this game could be gnarly. I could see this game being, like you said, over two and a half goals. 
I could see this game being like a three to one, three to two win for the United States team as they get ready to play on Fox Sports. Or not Fox Sports, they get ready to play on Fox locally. I'm a Mizzou fan, but they're in the SEC right now. I understand that. Colorado's in the Pac 12 for one more year. How great would it be? Bring back the Big 12, bring back the Big Eight days. Let's see these rivalries in full force as they show Alex Morgan. Bless her heart. I'm Dusty Likens. This is After Hours. On the other side, we get into the fun time of the show. We do the out-of-left-field question on 610 Sports Radio on After Hours. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Summer long in St. John.